All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. I am here making this recording for all of you because I'm sure a lot of you want to know my thoughts on what occurred on Joe Rogan regarding Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock, in addition to many other things as to what I've been up to and things like that. Now, with that said, unfortunately, I cannot say specifically what I'm up to, but what I can tell you is that as great, I would fully agree with Mr. Um, Randall Carlson when he said on Joe Rogan that this technology has a lot to do with implosion instead of explosion and that there are no moving parts. Let's just put it this way. I'm going to be very blunt with all of you. Um, for lack of a better term, I've been giving hints and I will say now publicly that I've cracked anti, what one could call anti-gravity, a multitude of different forms, if one would like to call it that. And you will see in the following conversation that you're about to watch that that is in fact the case. Now, with that said, I started up a company recently for both uh, federal and private interests uh, called SALT, Strategic Analysis and Assessment of Longitudinal Technologies. And what we do is we focus very specifically on the consciousness-oriented element, particularly contextual consciousness, psychological consciousness, um, we could social consciousness, but most importantly, time consciousness, the manipulation of time with respects to the intent of you, the individual. Now, with that said, I can say publicly as well that we do have more, much more content being posted on patreon.com slash generation Z for anyone whom is interested, particularly even if you're just interested in the nuts and bolts side of things as well. We have, uh, I have shown, um, let's just say, you know, certain slides and things like this in which you will see in uh, upcoming in the video you're about to watch shortly following this. But with that said, let's just say that I'm extremely busy but also extremely grateful for every single one of you whether it's on the member side or whether it's on the public side i promise to do the absolute best that i can with respects to pushing out content as often as possible now i will say that it will be a little bit slower on the public end but when i do post it will be of the utmost value and we could say focus that i can do the member side of things will not change whatsoever, hence why I'm only putting this out on the public end with respects to this introduction here. The members on patreon.com slash generation Z are familiar with this already. And again, you may say, Dave, why did you get into all of this? Well, I will tell you right now. There are people behind the scenes who have approached me very avidly in which are people of, you could say, for example, you know, well-known names, if one would like to call it that. And they claim, you know, these people claim to have been, for example, abducted or have had very interesting manifestation experiences of which they cannot explain, but they have spent many, many, in some cases, millions of dollars uh, looking to understand it, although they've come up short because they cannot. Um, I'm in a unique position to be able to provide some insight in that particular regard. Uh, for Unfortunately, I cannot, um, again, go any further other than the fact that I've opened up a company, SALT LLC, Strategic Analysis and Assessment of Longitudinal Technology. So with that said, I would like to thank all of you so very much from the bottom of my heart. I am actually making the rounds appearing on other shows as well, so I did want to keep the public audience um, in the loop as much as I could. But I promise every single one of you that we will be continuing with the regular episodes as you all know and love but it's just a little bit difficult to do when there are multiple things going on which is why i appreciate so much the uh a little bit of um uh, the silence that i've been up to the last handful of uh we could say days on the public end hence why i've been doing my best to try and do uh, dave's emergency report videos lately which there will be one coming um in very very soon so with that said enjoy everybody and we'll catch you all very soon cheers Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic interview. Again, this is not a podcast. This is just the best people that I know come on the show to share their knowledge and their information. Tonight, we have Dave Zed from Generation Zed Podcast, who is very quickly becoming one of my really good friends. Um, and uh, we're here to talk about anti-gravity, or as much as we're allowed to. Now, I'm in the dark for a lot of this stuff as well, too. So I'm going to try and keep up with him. But Dave, why don't you go ahead and just give a general background of how you came to the position you are and share what you what you're what you can. Sure. Well, first off, let me just say, please excuse me to Micah's incredible audience, because I'm just doing some traveling as we speak. I'm not in my home studio, but Micah's become a very good friend of mine and, and uh, one of the 
greatest people I've ever met, I will say. But with that said, um, basically, my name is Dave Zed. My real name is David Rossi. Um, I initially started about a couple years back as of the time we're recording this, the Generation Z podcast, generally just exploring, I guess you could say the mysteries of life, if you will, that's kind of the direction it took. And then it kind of took me into the UAP high strangeness UFO phenomenon. And I found that to study the phenomenon, at least in my opinion, which is also reflective in a lot of Micah's work too, seems to also be that of the study of, of I guess you could say what we call reality, at least in a physical or tangible sense. Now, from there, in the last handful of months, I, I was very fortunate enough that I was able to, for lack of a better explanation, stumble across, give or take, um, earlier in, much earlier in the year, what people would call anti-gravity. I don't particularly, um, this is not towards you, Micah, brother, but in right. general, just to call it that, because there are multiple different ways one can, what I would like to call, manipulate the space-time metric, manipulate everything that we call reality right. around us. Now, a lot of this, I would dare to say, becomes, for lack of a better term, a national security issue for those looking to control a vast majority of the populace, because I would dare to say, from my humble opinion, anywhere from 40 to 70 percent of people in the average home have almost enough materials necessary to build this. Um, it, it, the, your limit is your your creativity at that at that point. Now, I then founded after I had cracked anti-gravity, I unfortunately or fortunately, I still don't know what to think of it yet, got on the radar of certain, uh, we could say, world governments, agencies, facilities, you name it, um, mm -hmm. and basically opened a contracting company to pursue this further in a more benevolent fashion. I understand that this all of it cannot come out, but I'm of a firm belief that a good chunk of it can. So mm -hmm. I then founded um, out of uh, Delaware a company called SALT, S-A-A-L-T. Uh, strategic analysis and assessment of longitudinal technologies. Now, with that said, I'm, I'm giving a brief overview for your audience, but in the past mm -hmm. months as well, I've also been, we could say fortunate enough or not fortunate enough, depending on how one looks at it, to have come across a lot of very sensitive documents in which many have, you know, many could argue, excuse me, perhaps, you know, should or should not be in, in my possession, let alone anyone's possession. And yes, we're talking very sensitive things that would make certain people in various industries very upset. Um, I will be showing actually a, a new document or slide of that short um, in today's conversation with Micah. But before we get into that, essentially, that that's that's what we're doing here at Gen Z and at SALT. We do consultancy, we do research and development, we do um, presentations, we do uh, to different governing bodies, private government. We try to stay away from government just because Unfortunately, and I don't blame any one person in particular, there seems to be a general apparatus under, dare I say, we could, the NATO umbrella, if you will, that seems to be trying mm -hmm. to keep a lot of quiet. What I find peculiar is that if you look, for example, at the work that goes back to Operation Paperclip, when the Americans took some of the Nazi German scientists and all of this uh, back to America, we'll find that some, one, some the, the Soviets took others. It was like half and half. Yeah, yeah, so I know. The Soviets, but it, it was more than just some. It was like a, it, it was like a lack good of a chunk. better term. The so oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep Here we going. Go. Sorry, the the Soviets uh, took the we could say telekinesis guys. Um, the mm -hmm. Americans took more of the materials knowledge propulsion guys. With that right. said, here's the thing. This. Um, this type of underlying technology, the reason it's been so, in my humble opinion, suppressed, attacked, controversial, hidden, all of it, is not because of we. It's in my humble opinion, it's largely because when one I'm of the humble perspective, when one cracks what's called anti-gravity or propulsion by just simply making a few tweaks to the device, it can then become a lot of different things. It can become a, a telekinetic uh, uh, we could say uh, tool, literally, uh, which can be scientifically substantiated in mm -hmm. Eastern European literature as well, which I'll get to in a moment. It can also enable things like, for example, I, it's a bold statement, but things like teleportation in which can in fact be substantiated, which is what publicly is now called quantum technology, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and it also enables things, for example, like uh, I'm going to be very careful with what I say here, but unlimited energy more so having to do with applying that in every facet of life including medical if you catch so, my drift. so basically you this is this is no different than like tesla's weidenclyffe tower or or the right. gentleman who took a tesla coil and basically wrapped it around a, a crystal 
Uh, you're talking about free energy. Now I have a question for you real quick before you continue. Yeah. <clears throat> How did you get on their radar? When you do something, does it disrupt something that they can geographically pinpoint to you? Yes, you nailed it. Bingo. Yes, there, there are detectors um, of, of which I've spoken with, with many individuals, both private, government, you name it. And I actually, as a matter of fact, I tried to file a, a patent in Canada for a, a, one of these detectors and it just disappeared. Um, wow. so it, it, the, just the patent just completely disappeared. I tried to follow mm -hmm. up the next day at the patent office. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. no, no, it's not, not there. We don't know what you're talking about, sir. Okay. So, um, it, with that said, I do want to say though, to just bring full circle, the operation paperclip uh, concept here, right. the Soviets got uh, allegedly a lot of the telekinesis individuals, um, in which harness the same underlying energy that anti-gravity does, which is why I don't particularly like to call it that. But again, um, now with that said, What's interesting is that we found over the many decades, there's been a large attack and ridicule of a lot of academic papers coming out of Eastern Europe, you know, formerly the Soviet Union, Russian Federation, you know, uh, uh, Romania, all these, Denmark, all these places, Ukraine, for example. And I'll give one particular example. There's a paper that came out of Ukraine called SGME from the Ukraine Institute of Electron Physics called Slightly Generalized Maxwell Equations. And it has to do with James Maxwell. And, you know, uh, Nikola Tesla, Heaviside, Lorentz, Pointing, all the, you know, the 1800s guys, the stuff that mm -hmm. we think is old stuff, right? And so right. what happens is these scientists are just thinking outside the box compared to what's going on in North America in the science community. And these scientists, they, 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 make a, they publish a paper. It's mathematically substantiated. It can be scientifically calculated. And it can also be practically engineered. But it never gets to that point because, interestingly enough, scientists largely from the west a particular select few begin to attack it now what's interesting though is that they don't attack the content of the paper or the right. proposal or the theory they do not disprove and say listen this equation doesn't work because this and this they just attack the person there's yeah, a that's so i talk about this in my work i talk about graham's pyramid and what graham's pyramid is is basically a um it's a it's a pyramid right and they're different layers okay and the top of the pyramid is refuting the central point, okay? The bottom two of the pyramid are name-calling and ad hominem attacks, okay? It, it, it's a pyramid that teaches you how to argue or how to um, debate, right. okay? Right. And that's what they rely on, the base of the pyramid, the bottom of the pyramid. Now, I have one question for you based on this, because I was thinking about this today, and I was like, oh, I got to ask Dave this. I don't know if I should save this for later, but I'll ask you now. We had Tesla. We had the person with the Widencliffe Tower. We had um, the person, you know, the uh, many people have come up with free energy and, uh, and they've either been disappeared or this, that, and the other thing. Let me ask you a question. When you read into the works of Edgar Casey, okay, he talks and, and he, he, he puts himself under and he goes into the Akashic Records and he finds out, we learn that Atlantis blew up because they overcharged the crystals, okay? And that's basically the works of that. Now, if you look at crystals about 10 years ago they were able to embed a movie and a document in a crystal and then retrieve it okay in fact you think a terabyte chip is going to be is at this size is something special wait until crystals start being the the main function because there's two things in the world that you can absolutely just dump information into okay all the world's knowledge can fit in a couple codons of dna and into a crystal okay crystals are the future or technically they are the past so let me ask you this question occam's razor okay occam's razor with the government constantly shutting these things down the free energy and everything okay is it because they know of our, our past and they're worried that people might be undisciplined and might blow us up or have an issue or are they shutting it down because it would destroy the energy market in the market involved in it that micah that's a that's a fantastic question i think what we're looking at is is actually a, a, a unfortunately a checking the box metaphorically of all the above we have various uh, interests of power looking for this to uh, be stay suppressed um now what's interesting about this though is that if one does the research um not just in the literature uh, but even there are videos in which I, I cover on my my channel as well, and, and we discuss mm -hmm. as well, quite avidly, you and I, of people discussing what's been called over-unity efficiency. In other mm -hmm. words, you're getting more, far more energy coming out of the thing than you're putting into it. Yes. And what's interesting is that 
it, it's the videos have been out there the presentations have been out there people it's just it hasn't gone anywhere we see for example jacques valet recently said I may be mistaken, but I don't know if he spoke to Vice News or someone else, but another outlet. But he said, basically, there's this new uh, I, I will go back to crystals in a moment. Actually, it's a great uh, thing to bring up. He mm -hmm. would say there's a new discovery. Then there's all these ideas and hypotheses. Then all these papers are written. And then right before it gets to the engineering stage, I'm just paraphrasing here to practically mm -hmm. apply it and build it. It just disappears. It just, you know, in, in the Intel world, they call it going black, almost mm -hmm. as if, you know, a lot of this this alleged money that's been we could say funneled through various gray and shady means mm -hmm. were de deliberately over the decades allocated to the pentagon's budget to funnel these black projects so it could not be reported to the congress and that's mm -hmm. some of the problems we have today with respects to well the people that do want to speak have a bit of an issue because they may have actually legitimately broken laws and so it becomes a bit of an issue in that regard but mm -hmm. if i may say about the crystals there's mm -hmm. a particular um alloy or a particular me metallurgy in which if one melts it to just above or just below room temperature depending on mm -hmm. how you want to curate it it becomes what's called diamagnetic which means that it's a, a magnet like a superconductor where it floats but when you put it over top another magnet i'm very i'm oversimplifying here it yeah. doesn't over <laughs> on its side it doesn't go from north to south or vice versa it just mm -hmm. stays there hovering sort of like when people see a craft just staying still in the middle of the sky now mm -hmm. one may say okay well dave how does a you know magnet repel against the earth and all that well we have to think as well if the earth is, are is emitting very natural electric and magnetic waves and perhaps right. even a different kind as well right which is a third component that I, I have, I don't want to say cracked, I've re-cracked, because many have right. cracked it before me, to be fair. Well, Walter but, Russell is famous for saying that everything, literally everything is electromagnetic, electric and magnetic. I, I couldn't agree more. As a matter of fact, if I would like to say on your show as well, I don't, actually, I think I brought this up uh, um, with Diamond Dave, but the equation for an RLC circuit, which means a resistor, inductor, capacitor, is almost the same equation for the speed of light, which means that in space, there are three components to empty space, whether here on earth or in space, mm -hmm. like in, you know, far out and past the mm -hmm. atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, electrical permittivity, magnetic permeability, mm -hmm. and resistance. So in other words, I will say, I'll, I'll sum it up for you basically, one can manipulate the crystalline structures of what we call empty space, I'm not mm -hmm. kidding, to literally use either, um, I'm going to say, acceleration and deceleration of certain materials and natural metals and mm -hmm. and um electric pulsations in parallel and correspondence with those metals mm -hmm. this is the first time i'm revealing this as well in mm -hmm. addition to the basically essentially aligning a particular set of um dare i say chemicals and metallurgies and electrical um we could say devices let's call them um mm -hmm. in a particular geometric way that aligns with the mathematics of the underlying we could say substrate of this universe in other mm -hmm. words this is the mergence between the world of the very large and the world of the very small there's right. always they talk about it in, in, in esotericism it's called as above so below you know right. it's, it's literally the, the the making of the two um right right so and for people who want to know why crystals are so special I just want to share this with you. I think I did a video on this, but basically the thing about crystals is it is not a solid. Okay. The crystal vibrates at such a high, I don't know if it's resonance or frequency, correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of the two. Uh, it vibrates at such a high that it gives off the impression of being solid. Just like they talk about about uh, glass you ever heard the glass is uh is is a very slow moving liquid argument yes um yes you've heard that because i mean after time after time at the bottom of the glass it, it seems a little thicker after a while and hey you know how about that um but yeah crystals are very much and remember everything vibrates okay everything vibrates everything is a vibration a rock has a vibration everything is made up of energy okay so if you had the keys to manipulate it Okay, the question is how far can you take it before someone comes knocking on your door? And this is what, going back, if we can bring this full circle, this goes back to the first time I turned on my generator and it was the combination of essentially, um, honestly, certain metallurgies, wood, um, 
aluminum that one can use uh, like literally a popcorn bowl in your mm -hmm. kitchen. I, I, I am of the humble perspective that I have not cracked the way I have cracked a set of ways because mm -hmm. I, I really encourage creativity because in other words, what one is doing in an engineering sense is you're manipulating the platonic solids, the square, mm -hmm. the triangle, the cube, in addition mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, pentagons, icosa, dodecahedrons, all that kind of stuff. Now, what's interesting about all of this is that I do want to say that very respectfully, I want to take this opportunity to say that a lot of people seem to be very focused on what the craft is made out of, whether it's, you know, the, certain UAP metals and things like this, mm -hmm. or even high strangeness, remote viewing, extrasensory perception. Right. They, they, they kind of want an Etsy. Uh, they want they want a uh, like a, an Etsy recipe for how to do it together. That's what they're Here's looking the for. Right. Here's the thing, though, and I say this with the utmost respect, even academia, because I don't have any formal credentials, but the basically let's think of it like this micah imagine you go to a movie theater and mm -hmm. you're, you there's a projector that's made of a nuts and bolts box that is projecting light onto a screen for you and me to watch let's say mm -hmm. we go watch a movie mm -hmm. let's flip that the other way around with respects to plato's allegory of the cave and right. let's apply that to our reality in other words what i mean is the science leads me no matter which path i take which academic papers i study 200 year old papers two-year-old papers leads me mm -hmm. to this idea now it's easier to see once you know what to look for in the papers once you crack mm -hmm. to be fair but light is projecting nuts and bolts so the so you're basically saying that in the same way that i have my own cipher the way i crack astrotheology in books you have your own that you look that you apply to papers i i would i yes there's there are little niches the way that you look right. for things when you go through you know the bible or the quran or whatever when i right. go through the papers i have that very similar method as a way of scanning if you will now that's why i say i found a set of ways there are maybe for example you may find something down the road and say hey dave let's try this way and i may say mm -hmm. holy crap you're right and i you know who am i to say right but mm -hmm. i think this speaks to the idea of again uh, what richard Feynman and Niels, Dr. Niels Bohr said, and I'm paraphrasing the both of them here, essentially, when mm -hmm. they said that if one has not really, if one has not realized that what we call quantum physics and what we call reality and physical objects right. are comprised of things that are absolutely not quote unquote real or physical, and right. one has not yet understood quantum physics. And I would like to stay as, say as well, I think this is the emergence point between physics and metaphysics right, right. as well below but i think what we're seeing as well is the uh, sort of like philosophy without science and astrology without philosophy is mm -hmm. an astro theology your line of work is right. like if you separate all of them it's like a seed without uh, it's like a plant without water you need mm -hmm. the both must go hand in hand which is why i have tremendous respect for what you do by the way because at the end of the day as of the day we're recording this, we had Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson go on Joe Rogan, uh, maybe yesterday, but it was publicly put out today on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about implosion using plasmoids. Now, I'd like to state that I would be in full agreement with this type of technology that's being worked on. Allegedly, uh, Randall Carlson said that, you know, Mazda has a $25 million project laboratory in the Maldives so that they couldn't really get this shut down. Um, by potential controlling interests such as oil and all that to crack this stuff and to work on this quote unquote um, uh, abundance of energy type propulsion and various other things. Now, here's the thing though. I don't want to be, um, a, a, I guess you could say a, a ball buster in this regard, but I will say because I don't necessarily have any NDAs in this direction with respects to it's, I would dare to say it's not an abundance of energy, it's unlimited. But they have mm -hmm. to be careful with what they say and the way that there may be a way to skirt that in terms of commercial controlling interests in the market is we see, for example, in Canada, there's a company now where I forgot the name, forgive me, but it's a car company where you purchase the car, but you rent the battery monthly. So the battery has an abundance of energy, for lack of a better term, which is pulling right. it what we would call empty space or pulling it from what Tesla called the ether. But mm -hmm. again, you're paying sort of like a Netflix subscription. Now, is that right or wrong i mean that's another conversation but in other, so, in other words if i may say sorry one last thing yeah, yeah richard richard Feynman said something in one of his papers that i find incredible that dr hal pudoff um also quoted which is when something interesting happens in electrical engineering when charging a capacitor electrically the electrical pulsations and the power does not come from the source of what you're charging it, the capacitor with the device 
It doesn't come from the generator. It comes from the edges of the gap of the capacitor, which implies it's coming from, from what we call, quote unquote, empty space. So if one took, for example, uh, uh, um, a swimming pool with water, and that particular water was the exact same temperature as the specific human being that was entering the water, other than the human having issues breathing, that person would not know they're in water. So now, if well, we that's the whole idea behind float tanks. That's exactly what they do. Right, right, exactly. And so now, if we think of that in an electro and electric and magnetic perspective, we can perhaps even surmise or hypothesize or postulate that that's what maybe what we call empty space may be. Now, one last thing before I, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up here. For those that say, well, Dave, you know, you're saying all these grand words and all that, but you know, where's the where's the evidence? I would very respectfully ask people to go and look at why Lee and Yang won the Nobel Prize in 1957, as a matter of fact, why they were rushed to win the Nobel Prize. Now, I encourage people to go and read the original sources, not what someone wrote about the papers. Go find the original papers. That's the, that's the difference. So anyway, sorry for the ramble, but yeah. No, not at all. So are you, everything is energy, but are you... Right. With this stuff, are you generating new energy or are you just in in the way that I, I'm really trying to figure out how to word this, but are you generating new energy or are you just pulling it from somewhere? I That's a great question, brother. And I've actually had a bit of a, a little bit of a preparation of an answer for you here. So if you'll forgive me, I got my, my notebook here. Um, yeah. Because actually I was, it's total fluke. I was working on this just a couple nights ago to explain to my audience on my side. Um, without crossing that line on the contracting side, but imagine we live in a house and that house represents a reality, uh, the fourth dimension as we allegedly live in, right? right. Um, now imagine there's a house on across the street and that house across the street represents the fifth dimension. And then there's another house across that street and then that, that house represents the sixth and we go all the way up to 12. Now, what's interesting about this is that imagine Micah, you and I are in the fourth dimensional house. And across the street is the fifth one. Mm -hmm. We have some dinner, for example. And, you know, I say, okay, Michael, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, my, my turn to do, to wash the dishes this evening. No problem. I start washing the dishes. And all of a sudden, as I'm squeezing the sponge, the same way that you pulse a sponge, you squeeze it. And then mm -hmm. the water comes out, you squeeze it, you come out and, and let it go. The water is coming out of the sponge, but the water itself that comes from when you squeeze the sponge is coming from the fifth dimensional house. Ew. So what exactly is, you probably can't answer this. Obviously. You can ask it. I'll tell you if I can. What is preventing, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound silly, but for lack of a better word, everyone just being fully energized or electrocuted or whatever you want to call it. What's protecting it? Is there a veil between the two? I would say so. I have to watch my words here, but I would say so. And the reason I have to watch my words is because I, I will say publicly that I'm currently in, in correspondence and discussion with various private entities and, and federal entities globally to potentially give, uh, you know, consultations, presentations and, and, and what have you. In, and I do have to be careful because the, speaking to many behind the scenes, I do believe a lot of this can come out, but I also don't want to end up disappearing either. Like, uh, right like some actually have in the last couple of years, believe it or not. So I do mm -hmm. have to be very careful, but, um, I, again, this brings me back to my original question, right? Occam's razor. Are they protecting us or are they protecting the energy companies and all that money? I would say, I would say, well, let's put it this way. This is where I, I actually cite your work, Micah, this, this concept yeah. or idea of every 12, 13,000 years, there's this, you know, yeah. apocalypse pole flip, you name it. What's interesting mm -hmm. about all of this is that, um, it has to, everything from the electron, the way an electron spins all the way to the way in which the, the, the poles are allegedly going to flip behave in the same manner as the way in which we think in our minds. So in other words, the Schumann resonance, the earth's heartbeat, if you will, right. plays a, a significant factor. In, I think it's like 7.81 hertz or something to that effect. Right. It plays a very significant, significant factor in this type of technology. I will say now with that said, What's interesting about all of this is that the, uh, sorry, I just, I have to watch my words here. That no, what, listen, Dave, I told you, take your time. Talk about what you can talk. I'll I just prompt you questions. 
You know, um, uh, all night we're gonna have, we're gonna have softball questions. By the way, yeah. we're gonna have softball questions. <laughs> I I appreciate it, man. I well, I mean, it's it's very one thing I will say is that what I have found is that no matter the avenue I take, whether in my calculations, whether in my actual apl application of building, which I'm currently you know working on scaling up, as you know, the it always leads back to what we would call spirituality. There's no other way to describe it. It always leads back to that. It always leads back to um, the same way that one would build a nuts and bolts device of quote unquote anti-gravity, free energy, you name it, is the same way in which one would actually describe and allocate what we call the Kabbalah, what's been known as the plasma squatting man on the cave drawings. I believe we are a species rediscovering the same general concepts albeit different avenues of getting to those concepts Correct. the same nonetheless i think we are in going back to your work micah i think we are experiencing ourselves over and over not mm -hmm. realizing perhaps we are both the macro and the micro simultaneously Correct. and that our bodies are perhaps even the strongest craft there is mm -hmm. yeah we're incredibly powerful I, I i did my what is god presentation with you right you know, and and that is for everything so my question is this um you're familiar with i, I think it was hypothetical but I, so this is actually in my eighth book okay this is actually uh i'm not going to give it away but it's in my eighth book in some sure. form of form of it um tesla's earthquake machine would that be considered as such as as such in what regard in the sense uh creating energy or energy uh, um, uh, unlimited energy but in a in a disastrous way um, I'm under the impression that these papers were confiscated um, maybe this is something that because you remember they raided his they raided his office after he died okay because it's it's different now now you have drones now you have um, airplanes you have jets you have sonic stuff you have shit that we don't even know about you know just lane maxwell is is, is 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 floating around in a freaking submarine bringing kids yeah. from point a to point b um it was harder back then because what are they going to do the government's going to take a boat you know yeah. what are they going to do so it's different now now everything can be done and like you told like i told you or like i brought up to you i said you must have created a ripple in something that people were able to just pinpoint you like in, like in the movie when they like track a cell phone kind of thing they could just narrow your location and they you must have done something so you I don't have to tell go into that that's fine yeah uh no what i can tell you is that those things are they do exist and i don't mean that as an opinion i again for what my words worth i've seen a lot of that in person they do exist those type of d devices if we will call them that um right. as, that's part of what i wanted to actually I, I made a homemade version of that and again that was what i tried to patent in the canadian patent office and then disappeared um with respects to tesla and you know uh his work being stolen and all i would very strongly suggest people delve into that very strongly mm -hmm. Um, yeah. there, there's certainly something there that, again, I don't think Tesla had all of the answers. He no. certainly had a big doorway though, that the, mm -hmm. in, in terms of, you know, opening that doorway in that regard. Now, yeah. what's interesting about all of this is that I do want to say that I don't necessarily liken all of this to just the UAP UFO phenomenon and not just right. even in your brother, astro theology. I think the right. fact that people are even questioning and I think this is deliberately done. Forgive me if I sound overly conspiratorial, but this idea that people are questioning, who am I? Why am I here? We see people, for example, that, you know, a lot of people mortgage paid off, nice family, nice kids, you know, maybe a cottage, couple nice cars, but they're not happy internally. Something right. here is missing. not in the mind, but in the heart. Something is right. missing. And so I'm of the humble perspective that when we look at things like that, what we'll find is that there's a lack of that internal understanding, which also, by the way, speaks to what the nuts and bolts technology is, which is what Randall Carlson said today on Joe Rogan, which was implosion, not explosion. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think there's there's definitely a there there. That's for sure. Now, one thing I will tell you is that... Um, this idea of, oh, well, if we had anti-gravity, we only have prototype stages. I say not in a conceited way, but I say this to the point where it's, I mean, because of whom I presented to, of which I cannot name, but if I cracked it with a couple thousand dollars in the middle of Canada in my in, in a basement, I'm pretty sure the, the United States government knew what the heck they were doing many decades ago. Oh, yeah. Ago. I always say, I say, you think 
that whenever they come out with the news and they're like, this is the brand new airplane, it's like, okay, whatever they release as brand new is 50 <laughs> years ago. Okay. You have no idea what they're black bagging. You have no idea. You don't even know what you don't know. It's just shit that you just don't know. This this black bag money is absurd. You know, it's I don't know. I just I get frustrated sometimes I with that. I couldn't agree more. Now, let me say as well that maybe some people may not like me for saying this, but I will say that from what I've observed during experimentation, of which, if I may, I'd love to show some pictures shortly. Share my um, share my screen with you. Sure. Um, this stuff, unfortunately, I will. I'm not naive to the to the fact that it it can be. I'm watching my words here. It can be played with in the sense that if the wrong people got their hands on it, we got a real goddamn problem. And I, I'm very serious uh, in that regard. It's it's a real issue. Now, at the same time, though, it's it does not um, go outside of our understanding or laws of physics. Um, it, it simply is a, I would agree with Dr. Salvatore Paez, the UFO Navy patent guy, the Romanian, who said that, um, American Romanian, who said that it is a new perspective on old physics. Now, a lot of people may say, okay, well, we, you know, Eric Weinstein, we have saying, well, we have to admit to ourselves as physicists that in the last 50, 60 years, maybe 70 years, other than sp nuclear fission and fusion, right? The hydrogen bomb splitting the atom, we haven't made much progress. Well, some have hypothesized that string theory was deliberately inserted to stagnate the field while giving the illusion of progress. But I would dare to say to Mr. I Weinstein, I've never heard that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Giving the because you can't because the one I guess you could say key, if you will, that a lot of physicists are looking for is what's called the UFT, Unified Field Theory. In other right. words, the answer to what everything around us is made up of. You know, have you heard of Morg, the the uh, the YouTuber Morg? I've I've heard, but I can't say that I know. So he says he thinks that the unifying equation through the world is Euler's equation. What's your thought on that? M Mueller's equation? No, Euler. Um, oh, Euler? Euler, yeah. Uh, give me one second, Micah. Let me, Euler's equation, let me just look it up real quick. I don't know off the top of my head. Just give me one second here. Yeah. Euler's formula of quasi-linear equation, adibiotic and inviscid flow, uh, fluid dynamics. Um, well, if, like I said, I cracked, I, I recracked a set of ways. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, put this on the table so everyone can understand. Sure, sure. Okay. If someone had malevolent intents, intents what could they do with this? Oof. Also, if someone was like Tesla trying to uplift everybody, how can you, what can you do positively with this? Could you just run the world for, for endless for energy? I mean, just if you could address both of them. Truthfully, so, so the beneficial side, what you just said there is the least of what could be done. Um, we're talking, we're talking cancer cures. We're talking of, of which, by the way, there, it's it it's real. Uh, there is evidence, strong evidence, not anecdotal far beyond that not circumstantial it's it's um if you catch my drift there the you're talking cancer cures you're talking uh what people would normally call and i don't mean this across the whole spectrum because it's not fair for me to say but what a lot of people would consider to be schizophrenia or what a lot of people would consider to be we could say um adhd or something of this type for example mm -hmm. as a matter of fact in many cases even you know asperger's down syndrome it's not particularly a chemical imbalance. I'm not a doctor, but in, in terms of when one looks at the crystalline structure uh, at the subatomic level of this, we could say um, quantum energy, it's actually, a, a, for lack of a better term, a spirit, mm -hmm. um, which some could argue is a plasma, if you will, um, mm -hmm. that has been fractalized. And this spirit is actually omnipresent, but it it, it does not consciously know it is omnipresent because of the fractalization and if i may give a simple visual I'm that is literally god and all of us being a part of god living experiencing god subjectively through amnesia on earth i would i would agree 100 and i would liken it to a pizza for example instead instead of a full pizza being collectively together someone or something 
whether it's us subconsciously or whether something did it and then tricked us into keeping it propped up subconsciously, took the slices of that pizza and threw it all across the room. Now, if I may say before I lose this train of thought, I think as well that say, Micah, you and I go for a walk and we say, for example, hey, man, you know, um, uh, I see you say, hey, Dave, I see a craft in the sky. I say, holy crap, Micah, I see it, too. I see a cube. You see a triangle. Who's right or wrong? Both, but neither. Because it is up, this is going back to not the brain, but the heart. It's you that is observing it. You as the observer, which speaks to the dual slit experiment as well. Now, with that said, what I find quite peculiar about all of this is that when you look at the way in which this occurs, it seems as though there's some type of... Um, it, 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 there are different ways to tap into this energy. You know, Jack Sarfati calls it Evo, exotic vacuum objects, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, Dr. Salvatore Paez calls it the super force. Dr. Hal Pudoff and, and, and his team calls it the zero point. I don't mean to get controversial here, but, you know, Jesus Christ called it the Holy Spirit. I would dare to argue from my personal experience, I can only speak on behalf of myself. What we are doing is we are albeit accessing different ways to get to it, but we are accessing the same underlying energy in which resides in the dimension we as right. as spirits will be moving on to next right. at point in time. Because you had string theory at first, and then there was M theory, and then I forget which one of them said there might be something called F theory. I don't know if that ever materialized. It, it, it was, what's interesting behind all of that, too, is even like with M theory stood for membrane, mystery, or magic. Brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were 11 components to it, but there was a 12th missing one, which is interesting because, you know, allegedly, you know, the 12 strand DNA, you know, it, it, this literally goes back to Mesopotamia, Sumer, right. Egypt, all of it. And then so, you can go to the 12 disciples, the 12 tribes of Israel the 12 everything believe me we can get into that yeah that so let is, me exactly let, let me ask you a question um sure. i've heard of michio kaku has spoken very uh, extensively on the kardashian scale okay right. so can you one explain to the listeners what the kardashian scale is and number two um cracking anti-gravity and free energy that would take us that would take us beyond a type three because we wouldn't need to draw our energy from the star or the mother planet I mean, not the mother planet, from the stars or the mother star or the galaxy, right? We'd be able to just generate it here. So that would, because I talk about this in my first book. Um, I talk about the fact that uh, a type one civilization can control things like the weather. Right. Well, we know there's cloud seeding. Uh, we, know that you could okay. make, we know that you could make, uh, um, uh, uh, you can vibrate on fault lines and cause earthquakes. We know that there's cloud seeding. We know that they manipulate the weather. We know that we can do that right now. I mean, the Olympics in China, they blew away all the clouds, <laughs> you know, yes, so we I, do know that. So how does that tie into the Kardashian scale? If we can crack free energy? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, um, well, before I start with that, if I may, to give, to give your audience some insight and, and my audience as well, when I put this up on, on my end, if I may, um, what of course. We'll, thank you. What we'll see is that basically we may be living some hypothesize going back to that idea of the electric universe hypothesis mixed in with the simulation holomorphic fractal hypothesis right michael talbot the holographic universe right 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 exactly one could argue we are living with uh, within what's called a electrically a closed circuit system and that mm -hmm. for example if we open up the circuit a little bit for example um, we'd be able to not just open up our perception and um, spectrum of, of observability of light, heat, and mass, specifically mm -hmm. mass. I'm trying to give your audience as much of a hint as I can without crossing right. that red line. Um, then basically we can, as you say, pull energy out of what would be called the local vacuum. In other words, you know, quote unquote, empty space right over here. Right. For example, now the Kardashev or Kardashev scale, basically, I'm going to read an official uh, summary here from Wikipedia just so I don't you know, screw this up. But a proposed scale by which the scope of a civilization might be measured. It's a, me a, a method of measuring a civilization's level of technological advancement based on the amount of energy it is able to use. Now, what's interesting is that when we look at this. To your point, Mike, uh, brother, of type one, type two, type three uh, mm -hmm. civilizations, mm -hmm. it's this idea of merging, in my opinion, spirituality with mm -hmm. nuts and bolts. We could say mm -hmm. light literally in the sense of, of optics and in mm -hmm. weight, as well as in mass and in terms of heavy objects. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is, for example, for me to pick up this pen, it takes time for me to reach for the pen. 
we I think we have to, this deals with indeterminism and Nicholas Gissen out of CERN's intuitionistic mathematics. There is depth. It takes time for one to create a business. One doesn't just think of the business and then it just the next morning it's there. Now, it takes mental thought and initiative in this reality to formulate in time those businesses that you are trying mm -hmm. to start. Whereas the fifth dimensional house, if we go back to that sponge example, right. one may be able to maybe think of the pen and it will appear right away instead of having to take time to go and purchase some ink, to purchase some this, purchase some that, the thought immediately brings it up right mm -hmm. here, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, so it does. Yeah, and, and um, there are also, by the way, uh, I will say as well, other with respects to... Um, propulsion there mm -hmm. are there are ways to you to access and tap it using moving parts and mm -hmm. also not using moving parts it just depends on preference purpose um you name it mm -hmm. so, yeah cool man yeah. so let me ask you a question what can you share with us about what your next plans are sure absolutely so as i said um i started the company salt called uh, uh, based out of uh, united states called uh, standing for strategic analysis and assessment of longitudinal technology. So what I'm trying to do essentially is bring clarity, uh, consultation, uh, advice, and also mainly research and development for various groups and entities looking to benevolently work on this stuff. I'm mm -hmm. not, um, I'm doing my best to not do a whole you know, sell to the highest bidder just because they got the most po the deepest pockets type thing. Right. I'm genuinely trying to create a, dare I say, I know this is a bold leap, but a, a balance in the military industrial complex at the very least. I know mm -hmm. that's a, a bold leap. It's a, it's a long-term objective, but I'm trying to be as transparent as I can. And that's my objective. I want to be able to um, create a balance and mediation between the stuff that sadly, I, I think would have to stay classified just because of the because of what negative minded intended people mm -hmm. would do with it, but also bring out the stuff that can be used. So that's that's the goal there. Now we do everything. So would you consider yourself then just like a like a, a broker of information, or we, are you just like a place where people can come to share ideas and then? Uh, it's called syncretism. It's when you Oh, sure, right. sure. I, I right. will tell you, um, the goal is to set up various sub-branches of the company where we have think tanks, where we have, we've already been doing that on our Patreon, but I'd love to scale that up, where we mm -hmm. do as well actual, you know, a material science experimentation. We do theoretical, philosophical thought. But the main thing as well as we do, for example, I've already written some some reports for various departments of, of, of institutions and agencies. I'll leave it at that. Regarding... Um, various not just propulsion but you know but perhaps maybe even medically oriented sciences and technologies basically we we provide every and any solution um for a benevolently oriented client with respects to for example i'll give you an example if someone um in a, in the in let's say the medical field says you know dave i have um uh I, I have a, let's say, a family member who suffers from some type of uh, disease or issue or something like this. What I will then do in some cases is I will, I, you know, I will be approached. And, and this is actually, I started the company after this started happening. So I said, okay, I got to make this official at some point. But basically, people who go through experiences, whom, believe it or not, are even in some cases, people of celebrity status they basically they're afraid of the stigma and the dogma publicly but they come to they approach myself and others behind the scenes that basically say look we know we were abducted we spent six figures if not sometimes seven figures on you know investigating this but the you know they would say to me dave the private investigators we hire with all due respect they don't understand the science nor do they understand the philosophy behind it and they don't understand, you know, your your branch, astrotheology, and realizing it's all interconnected. And so, mm -hmm. my goal is to simply, mm -hmm. essentially, help people understand that through their through their personal objectives, by catering to what they want, they can improve themselves and what they're trying to do. In addition, whether it's growing their business, in, uh, you know, learning about this on a government level, military, you name it. So, I, I don't mean to be overly vague, but if just no, to, no, no, not at all. Um, it, you have, yeah, you have. 
especially in this particular interview tonight, you are coming around to the idea that spirituality and the soul and everything is the case between everything. So let me ask you a question because I want to share this, but like me and you have been talking behind the scenes for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Yeah. And we were thinking there's got to be a way that our our works can overlap so that it could just become, you know, maybe a back-to-back presentation or something that we can do. So how do you see that work? How do you see that working? Essentially, I'll tell you, Dave, I will tell you, Dave, I still have that first video that I did on your Gen Z when I went through my astrotheology presentation and your face was on the ground. You're, uh, as we've discussed behind the scenes, I, I, I will have to be careful with my words here, as, as you're, as you know. Um, there are there are people of significant, um, we could say, stature within various elements of military intelligence of various nations that have said to me that 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 Micah gentleman is very accurate. Um, and, and I don't say that just to blow a part of my French here to blow smoke up your ass. I say that because it's even in the numbers. It's in the math, it's in the, the science, and it's in the philosophy as well. And so mm-hmm. if, I, if I may give a quick example. Sure. We talk about, you know, there's the four unifying forces. No, sorry, the four known forces, not unifying, forgive me. We have um, strong nuclear right. force, weak nuclear force, electromagnetism, and gravity. That's the, those are the four known forces. There's a, miss, a fifth one. There's a missing key. There is, in fact. And it's also a missing variable in Einstein's general relativity. General relativity is not wrong. It's just, in my humble opinion, missing something. Now, Mm -hmm. with that said, the missing key also, if one were to visualize that on a chalkboard or a whiteboard, Mm -hmm. would also comprise what would be known as the Kabbalah. Now, what's interesting about all of that is you now find the the intermergence between the Egyptian Ankh, the Tesla oscillator, the Kabbalah, your work, and many others as well. Well, that's where the cross comes from, too. The cross is literally ripped from the Ankh. Right. And even Richard Feynman, I'm paraphrasing here, said an interesting thing happens. The more one follows the E and B fields and, and the resistance, the electric, the magnetic and the resistance fields um, in, in, in uh, acad- academia, it's epsilon MU symbols. The mm-hmm. more you follow that path in terms of following what's called a, a wave function, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, implosion, non-destructive, self-implosive charge collapse. Mm-hmm. You find that in what's called a holomorphic Bessel function, which speaks to a potential hologram we're in, when the wave collapses, for lack of a better term, it literally synergizes the 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 physicality with spirituality. There, so just just to throw this into you real quick. Sure. We talk about collapsing the wave function all the time with non-consciousness observation right. in quantum physics. Yeah. Right? The idea the idea basically is. I have this thing, right? Yep. It's right here. If I am not facing it and my consciousness is not geared to it, then that means it exists in superposition. And then when I look at it, suddenly it's where it is, right? So that goes into that whole idea. You're talking about collapsing the wave function, right? I couldn't agree more. This also speaks to what's been called the, uh, without getting overly uh, over the top, uh, you know, uh, complex here the poly exclusion principle having to do with electron half integer spins now i find by the way for those that are interested in that um to please watch the film tenet by christopher nolan i think there's a lot of things that are put right in front of our faces that are very mm-hmm. telling that mm-hmm. literally has to do with perspective and quantum physics but you're you're absolutely bang on um now we, let me ask you a question because tell me if this is complete nonsense but sure. I remember hearing somewhere that an electron has never physically been observed. Is that true? Can you can you speak to that? There comes a point where there is something you can't tell if it's it, this goes back to Schrodinger's cat. Is the cat dead or alive? It's yes. both. It's both. But that was neither. the whole thing you were talking about the cube and the triangle. Well, it's both at the but same neither. time, but neither. Right, exactly. So, for example, if I'm a lab, I'll give a perfect example. If you and I are working in a lab and we're scientists, right, and we're looking, for example, at the laboratory experiment of, say, free energy, anti-gravity, we're now, we now have what's called electromagnetic energy with depth, a higher state, which is indiscernible from what our ancestors called magic. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. We only experience that depth, that interactability. Linda Moulton Howe also calls it self-organizing software, using your intent right. or your hands to control the local electron vector scalar fields. Now, here's the thing. 
say for example we're behind a piece of glass or a wall in our laboratory to protect mm -hmm. ourselves from doing an experiment say we're in where we then walk open the door to where the generator is when the generator's on when we walk through that door we are going to experience a world of much more depth and interactability compared to when we're behind that glass wall and i'll give you a real life example imagine you're standing on on, on the ground and you see a plane in the sky right the plane when it's very high up or very far from you the individual not anybody else but you the observer you are going to see the flat intersection of that of that object regardless mm -hmm. if it's moving or stationary relative to your view you're not going to see that thing in depth and in curved space time unless you are up close to it now what's interesting about all of that is it speaks to this idea again of perspective so people say you know with uap if i may very quickly whether mm -hmm. a positive or negative abduction my gosh dave you know people have come to me privately for for the company and have said you know i i uh, for consultancy and they would say I, I saw the craft and it was 50 feet in diameter i walked inside it was thirty thousand square feet give or take how, do, how does that work well that is in fact scientifically substantiated via what's called space time metric engineering but what you're doing i was just about to say i've heard of time dilation which is how you can explain that the universe is what do they say 95 billion years across even though it's only 15 billion years old yes there's such a thing as space dilation i i i'm i would i have to i have to be careful there and that's not because uh that i'm working on actually something right now with with salt where i have to be careful what i say publicly okay. but what I, what I can say is that essentially the way in which all a lot of this is produced in a nuts and bolts sense um is is it's all around us it's in our entertainment it's in our um it's again it's a matter of taking a different perspective now i'm not claiming that i hold the perspective it right. is just one of many but at the same time even if there are and i love i'm the more i crack this stuff the more questions i have which speaks right. to me philosophically which is that the joy is in the journey so when you right. have for example computer scientists particularly in the mm -hmm. quantum field they say that right. the transition state from one energy node or information code node to another is more significant than the node it is going to that speaks to again the caduceus the joy is in the journey so right. that's that's it's true dan millman actually if you ever want to read a good book my mother gave me a book called uh um the way of the peaceful warrior it was made into a movie it's a dan millman book he talks about it at one point he's he's going with this guy socrates and they're going up a mountain right and they're going up a mountain and He's like, there's going to be such a good surprise when you get up there. There's such a good surprise. He's like building them up. They get to, to up there. There's nothing. So he goes, what was the surprise? So Socrates looks at the ground, hands him a rock and goes, here it is. And that's when he realized that the, the journey is what it's all about. And um, it just reminded me of that. And I, I, actually speaking of the journey, if, if I may, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. um, would I be able to share with your audience the new uh, slide that I would yeah, like? Yeah, please, Thanks. please, if you can explain it too, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you should have, yep. yeah, you sh you should have um, share, share yes. whatever. Let you me know when you see this. Which, by the way, everybody, Dave is 24 years old. I don't, okay. don't, don't worry about that, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. And no, no, let me explain to you why this is important, okay? Because the most interesting people you will ever meet in your life, the most interesting, are all self-taught. Okay, I would, I would, I would agree with you. I think, I, and to be fair as well, I'd like to say to everyone before I describe what we're seeing here, essentially, is um, basically, I I did terrible in high school, barely passed it. So again, you know, make make of that as you will. With yeah. it's, it speaks to when one is interested in something, how far. It, it, things can go um with that said do you see my screen here this slide yeah hold on let me put it up sure okay so this here is a department of there it is. yes okay. there we go this was antoine priore uh based out of the out of france the french government funded him to look into curing cancers in rats he allegedly also did it in i guess you could say uh he also did it in uh forgive me um uh, on humans as well, unofficially, right? Now, what's interesting about all of this is that, again, it has to do with mm -hmm. plasma, has to do with, you know, copper coils, things like this, has to do with electric and magnetic mm -hmm. fields. Now, with that said, what we'll find is that when we take a look, for example, overall, 
at the way in which this seems to, uh, I guess you could say, seem, seems to work in general is that one either needs to just simply lie down or just be in the same room as this this generator and or machine and it will cure them and now with that said unfortunately i was not alive at the time nor was i there in person to witness this but when the department of defense you know has these type of slides from many many years ago many many years ago it it, it makes you think okay well what let's let's use um probability of denomination how much of this is a uh psyop could be but then when we look at the different data points just to play devil's advocate again <laughs> It's and then you look at the literature and then you look at, for example, the work that you're doing, Micah, it, it's mm -hmm. too, in my humble perspective, it's far too um, uh, coincidental, if you will. The, the truth is, is there is there is a unifying field theory. It's just that it keeps getting bigger. But you ever hear that everything um, whenever you're looking at a wave of everything, everything balances out to zero. Right. The positive, the negative, everything comes to zero. You know, that's the perfect number that's 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 i would agree if you want to call it everything is, yeah yep i would agree very strongly as a matter of fact i think um this speaks to the idea as well of if you search up in in uh on google does an electron do a full spin you'll find a very interesting answer it does a half spin uh, observe half of its spin is observable excuse me right the other half is not where did it go? It speaks to this idea of maybe an anti-realm or perhaps even, dare I say, a multiverse, if you will. This right. idea that there's an, inf an, an infinite amount of possibilities or potentials in which we could say Newtonian physics is not wrong, but perhaps is slightly off relative to the work of Einstein, James mm -hmm. Clerk Maxwell, and Nikola Tesla. So... I mean, so you let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, uh, and yeah. we'll we'll leave it at this. Sure. Okay. Sure. CERN, CERN in Switzerland, yep. right? Yep. CERN, the hadron, the collider. Yep. Right. Doesn't that seem like a big waste of space if if uh if uh energy free energy could just do that? You know, could that be harnessed in in that kind of way? Um, I I hear you. Um, I'm actually doing some consultancy for somebody at CERN right now, so I have to. Uh, they it's it is needed for it is a tool now what just like any other tool in life what one does with it is up to the individual behind that tool and the intent of what they do with it so for example this pen i can write a beautiful poem or i can whip this thing across the room it's what i do with it mm -hmm. um it's the that unfortunately that's the best i could answer with respect no to that's me. perfect and we're gonna leave it at that Dave, sure. i'm gonna email this to you Okay, you can put it up. I think we're both still shadow banned for like a couple yeah. of days on YouTube. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I know. Yeah. So this is gonna go up in a few days, Dave. This has been this has been amazing. Behind the scenes, you know, keep in touch. Let me know. And um, as things come up, let me know how my work can benefit you. And um, I'll keep reaching out to my contacts for you. And um, you keep me posted with what's going on with you. I, I appreciate it. Vice versa, brother. We have we see. I would like to say for my audience as well when I put this up. Please, everyone, check out Micah's work. I, I know that, you know, um, if my word means anything, it's certainly there's a very, very strong, very large metaphorical piece of the pie that Micah's delving into that that is going to be crucial in the next year, maybe two tops, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So please, everyone, I encourage to, to check out Micah's work, his books, all of that, his channel. Um, I, I also respect, brother, the fact that you're willing to, as am I, say, hold on, you know, for example maybe I must revisit a particular topic. I wasn't entirely accurate. I respect mm -hmm. that you, you're willing to go back and say, hold on a second. You know, the same way that you realized we're all, perhaps we're all, you know, God experiencing ourselves relative to a right. spot, the Fibonacci sequence, if you will. Right. I, and it I, just, to yeah. me, it, to me, it just makes sense because if God is infinite, okay, then that's everything. That's literally everything. And we can't fathom infinite because when you think you're at the end, it keeps going. In fact, it keeps going in infinite more. So it's, we can't fathom infinite, but if God is infinite and that's everything, and that's what it's been taught all the way back, um, thousands and thousands of years that God is infinite, then if you're everything, what, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to have a podcast. You're going to talk to someone, learn something new. No, you're everything. You created all these sciences, you know, mathematics, the language of the universe, everything you created all these rules, karma, all this stuff, you created it. The only answer 
to why we even exist is we have to be a part of God experiencing everything subjectively. You get your memory wiped when you get a body and you come to earth and you experience everything. And some people, some people just, you, you talked about the emptiness, you know, with the, with the people with the alcohol who, 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 right. who always drink that keeps you on a low frequency, you know, um, people with addictions, you know, it's, it's, it's low frequency stuff, you know, you're relying people, on the source yeah. to try and aid you. Right. It, it right. is. That's it's their distractions. That's what it is. They're distractions, right? right. They're distractions. They're I all can, distractions I and they're to keep more. you from realizing your true self. 100%, 100%. But man, I want to thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I do have to, I have to get going. I got to catch a, a bit of a, a late it's fine. Meeting. It looks like you're in the closet. Where are you? No, no, I'm just, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a room actually. So it's, it's all good. I'm just, okay. Uh, don't disclose your location. I'll talk no, to you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers.